Hello there, my name is Brad and we are Grace Teaching today. Welcome to podcast Free Grace Teaching here. A life living in purpose. What's that all about? How do we know that we are a life living in purpose? You know, the belief that I can do this on my own, I can only trust myself. We've often heard this, even from ourselves. It's a very dangerous trap, isn't it? It's one that will keep us in bondage to self, to reliance on self. And uh, the question that I have um, from Scripture today is, what does the Bible say about self-reliance? Answer, of course, is going to be found in Proverbs 14.12, which says, There is a path before each person that seems right, but in the end it leads to death. Keep in mind, there are many self-help books out there and videos. It's incredibly popular out there in the world today and broad-reaching. There are self-help methods for everything from cluttering to being more productive at work to learning confidence to improve one's health. And the list goes on. I mean, there's so many self-help books out there just... To build confidence, you know, never knock yourself down, put yourself up, you know, and there's all kinds of self-help gurus out there, I call them, but uh, remember what Jesus said in John 15, 4, he said, for a branch cannot produce fruit on its own, separate from the vine, you can only, you cannot be fruitful unless you are in me he says so you have two groups of people first of all you have those in Adam and you have those in Christ and so if you're a new creature in Christ the good news is we can bear his character and that is the beginning of our confidence and uh, purpose to life you know and uh, Romans tells us that uh, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Really, simply, you know, many Christians think, you know, I just got to come to the end of myself. I have to just die to self. You know, and sometimes we can be, you know, we can, if we don't understand this truth, we'll be 90 years old and still saying that very thing. Well, the truth of the matter is to deny self is really to just not put any trust in it, but shift over to Christ and trust Him as our life and source. That's what it means to, de- to deny self or to die to self. You know, it doesn't mean that we have to, you know, have problems over and over and over and over again. Now, Paul says when the body of Christ, the new creature in Christ, lives from the flesh, what's going to happen is we're making decisions based on self and placing ourselves in a position to be hurt later. We always have problems whenever we live from the flesh. Also, remember, when we live from the flesh, folks, the self-life, there's going to be fear, you know, and when we're relying on ourselves. Um, that is God's enemy. That's right. It's not Satan's enemy. It's God's enemy. Because we experience fear and anxiety and worry. And we're trying to get through trials in our own strength. We're trying to get our needs met apart from Christ. And so that's why the self, reliance on the self, is so dangerous and God's enemy. You know, how do you start to build confidence and uh in your life and uh, 
course, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about purpose to life as a, as a new creature in Christ. First of all, in the Greek language, the word uh, confidence is what we're going to look at. And um, the meaning of the word confidence um, in the Greek language, um, there are two Greek words for confidence. Um, one is reliance and trust, and the other is self-reliance. And so <clears throat> reliance and trust in Jesus Christ as a new creature in Christ is confidence. That is our confidence right there. And see, we, be, we are one spirit with Him, you see, and that's the neat thing. As we learn to trust in Christ today, as we are one spirit with Him, we will be confident as He is, so also are we in this world. And, uh, and also, keep in mind this, uh, this other meaning of confidence where it's self-reliance. You know, there are some things that God just can't do in our life. You know, God cannot force me to go to the gym and, and eat healthy and, and get this body um, looking the way it needs to be. You know, He's never going to force me to go to the gym and work out. He's never going to force me to buy health, healthy food. He's never going to force me to eat healthy. He's going to let me do whatever I want. He's going to let me eat what I want. And he's going to let me not go to the gym ever. And, you know, and that's that's where we have to see that, you know, that's our part. You see, we are participating with the Lord as we are one spirit with him. But there's just some things that we need to do where he will not force on us. Um, remember, God loves us children in Christ unconditionally all the time. This has nothing to do with our performance or behavior or our choices in life. But as we all know, there's always a consequence to our choices, isn't there? If we choose to do right, then we're going to reap the results of that, aren't we? If we choose to eat healthy, we're going to reap the results of that. If we choose to work out at the gym on a regular basis, then we're going to reap the results of that. We're going to be a little healthier. You understand? Um, otherwise, if, we, if we're just going about our day and we're choosing to go to McDonald's every day and eating McDonald's and, uh, you know, eating Cocoa Pebbles for breakfast every day and eating, you know, like celebrating life like every day's Thanksgiving with food, you know, that's, that's not a good, that's not smart. That's not wisdom there. So remember, there's a self-reliance that we need to take a look at. Um, you know, if there's some things in, in yourself that you want to change to build your confidence. Like for me personally, um, I, ha I was uh, really insecure about my hair loss. And so I had a half a head of hair. And uh, so, I, you know what I'm talking about. I didn't have any in the middle. I had just hair on the sides. And so I'd go to the barber shop and they'd charge me a full head of hair price for a haircut and I would always tell him I says but I only have half a head of hair you should charge me half price but anyway in that time you know I, I always used to wear hats you know I was very insecure and my self-esteem was really low because of it and so one day though I was really encouraged because on TV I heard um, an announcement it was this bald is in all men are starting to shave their head and it's starting to become a trend. It's it's really popular now. And so I went and shaved my head. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I have a pretty nice, nicely shaped head. And I was even complimented for that, for my bald head being a nice shape. 
you know, so it, I, I was, I was okay, you know, and uh, all of a sudden my confidence comes back in my appearance, you see. If you're insecure and you're not confident about your appearance, then do something about it. Do, do something about it. Don't wait for God to do it. You know, it, the Christian life is not hard to live. It's impossible to live, but he is our wisdom and he is our strength that we live from. But again, he's not going to force us to go to the gym or to eat healthy. Okay, so those are just some examples. Um, you know, and I always had a problem with my weight. You know, I was always really insecure about my weight. And uh, I was overweight. And, um, you know, a counselor once told me, and he says, you know, there God, God does things in our life, but there are certain things that he won't, you know, that he, he wants us to do. And he mentioned that. He mentioned, you know, work on yourself. You know, work on your body. Get your body in better shape. You know, start eating better. You know, go to the gym, work out. And, and then pretty soon, all of a sudden, I'm starting to get in shape. You know, from going to the gym five days a week. And I'm starting to feel pretty good. And I actually don't look so bad in the mirror when I look at myself. So the confidence is coming back. My self-esteem is coming back. And that all helps. Every little bit counts. But remember, as we live from the life-giving spirit of Christ, folks, our spiritual needs are met. We get our meaning and purpose to life there. So remember, confidence and reliance on the Lord um, starts with Him. At that moment of our conversion in Christ, when we became new creatures, we said yes to Jesus Christ as our Savior. He also wants to be Lord. Savior is okay, I'm okay for heaven, but Lord is I want to take over your life. You know, remember, he gave his life for us so he could give his life to us, so he could live his life through us. This life that we have in him is his, and he wants to take control of our lives. Are we willing to let him do that? Do you ever wonder what life's really about anyway? That was a question... Uh, I mean, this was a question uh, a person had. <clears throat> he said, we're born, we live, we die. Is there any point to it all? Well, you know, people are very perplexed until they get the answers to these questions. Even believers, you know, um, we do have the answers to these questions um, as believers in Christ. But many believers in Christ don't have the answers to these uh, questions because they've never been taught. Um, who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? You get the answers to those three questions and you can rest and be assured that everything's going to be okay. So what is the biblical meaning of the word um, identity or who I am? Okay, we're going to take a look at that and, and why am I here? Um, the biblical meaning of purpose. Um, the biblical meaning of purpose or the word purpose. The primary way God speaks to us, we're going to see that through the Bible. This means that one of the first things we should do in our search for God's purpose is to start digging into Scripture. So let's go through the Scriptures and find out who we are in Christ. John 1.12 tells us, To all who received Him, to them who believed in His name, Jesus Christ, God gave us the right to be called children of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I know who I am. I'm not what I do. You know, a lot of us got our identity by what we did. 
and all of a sudden the you know the pandemic comes in and I'm no longer able to do what I do and, and I've lost my identity you see I'm undone but we have to remember we're not what we do we're not our religious preference because there'll be someday you're not able to go to your chapel you know the chapel's closed the building's closed um, during the pandemic so you're not able to identify yourself as a Catholic or a Baptist or a Pentecostal or whatever but remember our identity is in Christ and it's child of God in Adam sinner is who we were before Christ but we were taken out of Adam placed in Christ through the Holy Spirit and given the right to be called children of God so I know who I am you see why am I here well, Galatians 5.18 says, As a child of God, as a new creature in Christ, we are to be led by the Spirit. And as we're led by the Spirit, we're no longer under the law. That means we're not under the system that says you need to try harder or rely on yourself more. No, we're on the system that says fold that system and trust Christ. You see, Romans 12.1 says, Offer your body as a living sacrifice, which is your holy and pleasing spiritual act of worship. Folks, that's not doing anything for Jesus, but being available for him to live his life through us. You see, we got the order wrong. We need to get the order right. Where am I going? You know, there's so much fear of death. And until we get the answer to this question, there's just so much fear in people's lives. 2 Corinthians 5.8 tells us, We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. If we're absent from these bodies, we're present with the Lord in new bodies. You see? And so we don't need to worry about any of that stuff. God has a plan. Always remember that. We, ha we know who we are, we know why we're here, and we know where we're going. We don't need to worry about nothing. You know, just yesterday I was out waiting in line at Trader Joe's. And uh, there's a little line to get in the store because of the pandemic that's going on. This is the year 2020. And that's uh, a year to remember. And uh, as I'm waiting in line there, I just all of a sudden just decided to shift my focus, my thoughts over to Jesus as I'm one spirit with him. And all of a sudden, you know what I realized? In the middle of a chaotic world, he's not freaking out. He's okay. He's totally calm. And all of a sudden, I was calm because I was on him. My thoughts were on him, and I became calm because he was calm. What does that remind you of? Well, remember the disciples when they were on the boat and the storm came in? And they were freaking out. But Jesus was on the boat, wasn't he? Laying his head on a pillow. And as he was laying down on that pillow, they freaked out. And they looked at the storm, and they were undone. But the minute they put their eyes on him, what happened to the storm? It calmed down, didn't it? You know, Rick Warren, the author of The Purpose Driven Life, opens up by writing... It all starts with God. Can I just tell you, um, share a personal testimony? Um, I had this book, and probably still have it, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And uh, I admire his teaching. He's uh, very, encouraged, uh, very encouraging to the body of Christ, if you're, if you're familiar with Rick Warren. But, um, you know, I, I picked up that book, and I started to read it. And those were the, 
those were the first five words I read in the book. And did you know something? I put the book down after that, and I never read another page. I didn't even read on. I read those first five words, and I dropped the book, and it was like the Holy Spirit said, that's all you need from this book. It all starts with God, not you. You see, the problem is we're so used to thinking we need to come up with a plan or, or live our own lives, you know, rely on yourself, do, be all the best, you know, be the best you can or just do the best you can. You know, Jesus died for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. So when we, when I read it starts with God, that means it doesn't start with me. It starts with dependence on God, Jesus Christ in me. He said this in the book, it all starts with God. First things first, you are not going to discover life's meaning through yourself. You must look to God. You were made by God for God. You didn't create yourself. You need more help in life than just self-help books or strategies. Now, I'm not trying to promote this book. Um, and this is not my book. But Rick Warren wrote that, and that's in his first page of The Purpose Driven Life, which uh, is a very encouraging way he started out this book. Um, but in closing, just remember this. Jesus Christ living in you is able to do more than we can ever ask or even imagine according to his power that dwells within us. God bless.